In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I said to him, Whoa, let me see your scar. The scar I was referring to was half covered by my middle school friend's shirt sleeve, but my young, early teen self was captivated by this massive mark on his arm. Once he rolled up his shirt sleeve and showed the scar to me, I wanted to know the full story. How did he get this scar? Did he fall off his bike? Did he fall through a glass window? Was he in a fight and slashed with a knife? Today, I would be far less eager to deliberately ask someone about their scar. Scars are a physical reminder of someone's past. Occasionally, the scar on someone's body reminds them of a humorous story or of wild days gone by. But most of the time, scars bring up memories and feelings of embarrassment, regret, or powerlessness. A scar is not a neutral conversation starter, but a potential reminder of abuse, trauma, or pain. So no, I no longer ask people about their scars. Thomas, one of Jesus's 12 chosen disciples, however, had no such scruples. He not only wants to see Jesus's scars, he demands it. Thomas hears that the other disciples, plus the women from Easter morning who went to Jesus's grave, all claim to have seen Jesus alive, well, and radiant. The disciples report that Jesus is no longer lying in a tomb, but made a miraculous nighttime behind locked door visit to them. Thomas wasn't there with the other disciples. Thomas missed seeing Jesus. It's now seven days later, and Jesus hasn't been seen since, at least according to John. What if Thomas felt a bit left out, or maybe even hurt? Maybe he wonders, why doesn't Jesus show himself to me? I wonder if Thomas felt isolated and alone. Whatever Thomas is feeling, he gave an opening for reconnection. Thomas is famous for his statement that if he touches the scars where Jesus was nailed and touches the scar where the soldier's spear pierced Jesus' side, then he will believe. Thomas wanted to see and touch Jesus' scars. He wanted proof that Jesus had been healed, that Jesus was alive, that Jesus had been resurrected. Thomas is thinking from the mindset of earth, from the natural perspective. Thomas is thinking in the ways of humankind. How else could Jesus be alive unless he was never dead? Can you imagine Thomas's surprise when the resurrected Jesus unexpectedly shows up and then asks Thomas to touch his scars? I don't know about you, but I would be feeling quite a bit of shame in that moment. My stomach would probably drop. Yet Jesus never shames Thomas. Jesus holds Thomas accountable for what he says, which is why Jesus invites Thomas to come near and touch his scars. The act of touching in this moment of revelation, this tangible revelatory moment is marked by seeing and touching. Thomas leaves this moment changed. His thinking shifts from the natural world mindset to 
nothing is impossible with God mindset. Even though Thomas has been with Jesus for years, witnessing the miracles and the power of God firsthand, Thomas and all the other disciples still didn't comprehend Jesus' mission and purpose until the resurrection. One solid look, one touch, and Thomas's doubts have been vanquished. What would it be like for us to live our lives with a nothing is impossible with God attitude? We live in a world right now that is anxious, fearful, and panicked by the coronavirus and its economic fallout. All for good reason. Yet, here we are, able to connect with each other digitally. And although we can't meet together in person, I'm glad that we can meet in this way, despite all the fear that surrounds us. What would it look like if we took a stand and believed that nothing is impossible with God? I'm not saying that we should go out and expose ourselves or others to the coronavirus, to ditch our masks or our hand sanitizers and leave them at home. No, I'm not saying that we should be reckless, but what I am saying is what would it look like for us to believe that something impossible could happen? To believe that God will provide for us, even when our circumstances might indicate otherwise. To believe that God is with us, even when we feel the pangs of loneliness. To believe that God will sustain us, even when we're facing what feels like an emotional black hole. We all have scars. Like my friend's scar, some are visible and others we only know about when, when someone tells us about them. Our scars, our pain, the things that we have been healed from are a testimony to God's work in our lives and that that work is real and lasting. We might experience similar circumstances sometimes, similar circumstances to those that created our scars, but we are not the same person that we were then. We are stronger. We are braver. We are fighters. And we will not go quietly back into the grave. We are resurrection people. We are people of the light. And we believe that nothing is impossible for God. This time of social distancing will not keep the people of God down. We are coming back. We are, have touched the scar. We are people of belief. We are resurrection people. And all God's people said, Amen.